0: Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm Rachel. And we are pelvic service announcement. Another episode, a special episode of Valentine's Day episode. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. So exciting, this was actually Rachel's idea. Let's give credit where credit is due. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, it was very um near and dear to my heart. not really. <laughs> I don't really care about Valentine's Day, but that's just me.
0: What got this going was you read a statistic that said people that have pain with sex will endure. I think was the word sex on Valentine's Day because they feel like they should and There's pressure from everywhere. I mean, lingerie companies are pumping out all kinds of Valentine's Day things. Um, Condom ads ramp up. Yes.
1: And it's just like there we wanted to kind of do this episode just because like, as with any other day, any other holiday or celebration or whatever, you should never feel like you have to have sex. And so we wanted to do this episode just kind of for our people out there that are maybe dealing with pelvic pain, dealing with pain with intimacy, and just to kind of give you like, hey, A, you're not alone, and B, here are some other ways that you can celebrate Valentine's Day without being intimate at all, without any physical contact at all, or ways that you can kind of ease into it, some other kind of sexy time things <laughs> that you can do that, won't, that doesn't actually involve anything that is going to hurt.
0: Full kind of disclaimer, um, if your kids are around, if you are a kid, if you're someone who's not sexually active, you don't know any of the words we've just said, probably not the episode for you. This episode is going to be a little more I don't want to use explicit because it's not meant to be vulgar, but we are going to talk about sexual things. That's yeah. going to be the primary topic during this episode. So if you're listening to this while cleaning the house and your five-year-old's around, you might want to save this <laughs> you one might for grab the headphones. <laughs> Here's how to have a pain-free Valentine's Day if you have pain with sex. Yes, 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 yes.
1: So the first thing that we kind of want to touch on is the five love languages. And I think we're going to do like a whole episode on this Mm -hmm. and just kind of like the actual love languages book. Um, But basically kind of what it does, if you don't know what the love languages are, um, it's kind of essentially describes how you give love and how you receive love. Um, And so the love languages are quality time gifts words of affirmation acts of service and physical touch um and so just kind of depending on what you like like you might receive love differently than you give love so um like for me i think that i like i show love and give that by like quality time and acts of service but my actual love like how i receive love is definitely physical touch like
0: I believe for (laughs) sure.
1: And so depending on kind of like what you and your partner like, I remember like watching a video of this guy talking about it and he was like, my love languages are quality time and words of affirmation, but my wife's love languages gifts. And he was like, I can tell her how much I love her and how beautiful she is until I'm blue in the face. That's not going to mean as much to her as if I like bring her home flowers and chocolate Mm -hmm. and jewelry and things like that. And so just kind of being able to communicate what your love languages are with your partner, super, super important. And spend
0: Valentine's Day doing those things. Well, and what's really neat is you don't even have to get the full book to go through this. There's online quizzes you can take and it's not nearly in-depth as the book, but you can go through, take the quiz, see, okay, this is my top, this is what I like, and you'll be like, oh, that actually matches up. And it'll start the conversation with your partner, and it's actually a fun little activity. My husband and I did this when we were engaged, and it was, I mean, it's a lot of fun because you learn about them, and you're like, I I had no idea that you like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of how I like it. So it's a really good way, like Rachel said, to learn about your partner, and it's yeah. a really good, just kind of fun thing to get that intimacy started.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you know, it it helps to really just open the door. And again, Valentine's Day is not just about sex. Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day is a day to spend it with a loved one and your partner and show that you love them. And so even if their love language isn't physical touch, like that might not mean much to them or like having sex on Valentine's day might not be like, it's not going to be the end of the world, yeah. you know? Um, and so if your love language is quality time or even like acts of service, like spend time together, do something nice for your partner. Um, you know, whether it's cleaning the house and, you know, if, you know, your partner normally cleans the house, like have them come home to a nice clean house, laundry's done, dishes are put away, all of that. Um, So yeah, spend, spend your holiday doing things that align with your love languages.
0: So we've broken this episode down really into three levels from least touching to most touching really, but basically we're kind of broke it up into non-sexual forms of intimacy. Sexual intimacy or with no touching and then sexual intimacy with limited touching and just depending on what you're comfortable is what your pain level is with intercourse one or multiple of these may be good for you so these are just tips tricks this is not medical advice no this is literally just things that Callie and I came up with of like hey this
1: would be a good idea like this is kind of sexual but not touching like right
0: so just kind of to make you not feel alone on Valentine's yeah. Day, make you feel a part of it and not make you feel like you have to do something that causes you pain and is not enjoyable for you. A way you can still connect with your partner and both get pleasure. Exactly.
1: And it's, I, I had a couple patients, I was just kind of like, well, I don't know what else to do besides sex. Or like, oh. I don't know what, like, how else to be intimate without sex.
0: There are so a here we are. whole host of things. Okay, so let's start with non-sexual forms of intimacy. I think one of the most obvious ones, is a massage. I mean, you're still touching. It feels unreal. I mean, there's some days my husband was like, do you want sex or a massage? (laughs) It's going to be a really hard decision. So, I mean, just a massage, make it fun, light candles, Um, get a massage oil that, you know, smells good or whatever, heat it up, like have fun with this. Make it a thing, not just, hey, you want a shoulder rub? Like make it a whole thing thing yeah and if you are going to be the one providing the massage do just like
1: a touch of research because yes. just like a little bit I'm just kind of like techniques and stuff because there have been sometimes when a guy's been like do you want a back rub and I'm like yeah sure and then I'm like never mind do not touch <laughs> <Don't> me <laughs> you're terrible at this so just kind of know what you're doing and and make it you know don't go in there and try to give them like a deep tissue right. Swedish massage right, like right. be gentle be gentle yes
0: very very good one
1: next one is go on a technology free date with your partner and I really like this This is actually Callie's idea um but put the phones down put them put the iPads away turn the TV off like if you can or you know if, if you've got kids obviously you're gonna need your phone just to you know make sure everything's good with the babysitter, but like leave your phones at home if you can or put them on do not disturb and just like be all there with your partner. Like one of the most like attractive things that like my boyfriend does is like, he's never on his phone when Mm -hmm. we're together ever. Like I have his complete 100% undivided attention as it should be because I'm a princess. <laughs> and I'm like, like I feel so seen and like respected and he's like, "No, like tell me about your day." And he's looking at yes. me while he's asking me questions and not like half, you know, scrolling through his phone on Instagram. He doesn't even have social media, which is an angel.
0: A unicorn. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, my husband and I actually have a rule when we go on a date, like a scheduled reservation date no phones, and we have to learn something new about each other. I love that. So, and it's really great because we feel connected. I mean, we live together, but we can go on that date, and I feel more connected to him than I did all weekend watching the Olympics on the couch. I mean, it just... It makes you connect when you don't have that external distraction. I think sometimes we don't realize how much of the connection we lose when we have that phone and when, when there's a moment of silence, oh, hop on Instagram. It's like, use that moment of silence to ask your partner a question. It makes you think of questions you wouldn't normally think to ask. So I love it. I love it. um, This one was Rachel's. She said, pretend you're a brand new couple again or on your first date. And I love that because again, it goes back to the connection, asking those questions. Sometimes we don't know the most basic thing about our partners or something could have changed. And it's like, get to know them again. Yeah. And I think like a lot of those questions
1: that like we'd normally typically ask, like on a first date of like, you know, okay, like, tell me about your family. Like, where did you grow up? Like, and especially if you've been together for years, it's like, well, yeah, of course, like I already, like, I've already asked those questions. And it's like, okay, but maybe, maybe there's a different dynamic. Maybe there's a story that they haven't told you about something really funny that happened in their childhood. And that's why they, you know, can't ever eat olives again or, you know, something (laughs) like that. And just kind of asking like those basic questions again is kind of like, you feel like you're learning.
0: It's like, it's still your partner, but like, you feel like you're learning them on a deeper level Mm -hmm. or make something up. Like Totally throw something out of left field. Like, just have fun and laugh about it. Be like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Michigan. Yeah, I knew you were born and raised in Amarillo, Texas, but throw <laughs> yeah. me off. Like, make me ask questions. Just have fun mm-hmm. with your partner. Yeah. Um. So the next one, this is just a personal favorite of mine, which is why I threw it in there. Cook a new recipe together or try a new restaurant or learn something new together. Just any kind of new activity. Again, this whole idea of, re getting to know one another doing something fun together there's something fun about learning together um, especially for me cooking and like i just think it's so fun to cook together in the kitchen and then you've not if quality time is my top love language if you for haven't sure. if you haven't noticed <laughs> but when you spend this time cooking together you've got your quality time in there and then afterwards you have a date cuz you've got this yummy hopefully it turned out good and it's yummy meal so i love it i love it Next one is um just
1: like start like a new TV show together or like a movie series. I think that that's like a really fun way that you guys can kind of connect and especially for like our couples that are in like long distance relationships like this is a really good way to kind of connect even from far away mm-hmm. um, and so just kind of being able to be like okay like we're going to sit down and we're going to watch season one episode one of NCIS and this is going to be our show um, and just kind of like oh my gosh like I can't believe so and so did that or like did you see that coming no I didn't or like what do you think about this character and it just it gives you something new to kind of bond over um picking a show or a movie series can be a little bit difficult <laughs> and cause some arguments but at the end of the day it's not really it's not about the tv show it's about you and your partner having something to connect over
0: it's about building those experiences together so often i think it's just easy to get caught up in life and your normal routine and we stop building experiences together and so just taking that time using the holiday as an excuse to start Building those experiences together can be a really good way to use it, especially if you're trying not to make it sex-centered. Yeah. But if you are trying to make it (laughs) sex-centered, this next part is for you. This is for somebody who has pain with any amount of penetration. So if you can't handle even like digital penetration or penetration with your partner's fingers, any level is painful these are some ideas for that couple so the first one i had was send spicy and i think we all know what i mean by spicy photos text videos whatever level you're comfortable with send something like that to your partner let them know that they can use it for their pleasure so whatever that means to you guys but Have fun with this, buy lingerie, buy a new outfit, do your hair, do your makeup, whatever makes you feel beautiful and confident. Because a lot of times when people have pain with sex, they stop feeling like they're a sexual person. They lose that part of themselves. And so do something that makes you feel like that sexual person. And then send it to your partner and let them know, I still want you to see me this way. I know we're struggling. I know I'm trying to overcome this right now. I still want you to see me as a sexual person. And so here's me being the sexual person. You can use it for your sexual pleasure. And then you're still participating in intimacy together. That was beautiful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Never underestimate the power of a good nude. Um, Also, like the best time to send nudes when they're least expecting it. Like in the middle of the day. Granted, don't go to work and try to take nudes at work. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Save it. (laughs) but i mean if if it is like valentine's day or even like the day before or you know even the day after and that's another thing that i kind of just realized that i wanted to mention um you don't actually have to celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. Oh, no. So whatever day that you guys decide, like, it, just because there is so much pressure on February the 14th does not mean that you have to have sex on February the 14th. And so whatever day that you and your partner kind of decide, like, hey, like well, this is going to be our, our Valentine's Day, go for it. Um, but kind of sending those spicy pictures, yeah. videos, texts, um, just to kind of, like, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of like open the door a little bit, just to Mm kind of like spice things up in the middle of the day. And even just like something simple of just like, I can't wait to see you tonight Mm -hmm. or
0: something like that. If you do decide to get wild with it, um, here's a little personal tip. If you have an iPhone, there are features on the iPhone that you can send messages with to another person with an iPhone. And most people have iPhones. The invisible ink feature is your friend. Um, My husband knows if he gets a message from me written in invisible ink, there's probably a reason it's an invisible ink. And it is for his eyes and his (laughs) eyes only. So. That's smart. I didn't think about that. (laughs) It's really fun and it's almost like your own secret code. Yeah. And then if he gets it and he's in the middle of something, for example, giving children throwing baseball lessons, he's like, okay, not going to need to look at that till I'm on my way home. So it's just a good little secret code. Now I've let you guys all in on our secret code, but (laughs) feel free to take it, use it, have fun with it. But that's the whole point of this is have Have fun. fun. Like whatever is fun for you. Absolutely. All right. Next one,
1: spicing it up a little bit um talk dirty to your partner while they masturbate and I think this is a really good one because it kind of takes control or puts the control back in your hands and your partner's mm-hmm. hands and even like having your partner talk dirty to you while you masturbate because it's you know how you like to be touched you know what doesn't feel painful and even if it does start to become painful you can kind of switch things up a little bit maneuver around but you're still kind of getting that intimacy um, and just kind kind of like touching yourself in front of your partner like it can be really intimate it can mm-hmm. be really really intimate um so yeah I like that one
0: yeah I like that one a lot too and you're still like maybe you can't tolerate that penetration from your partner but when you're there when you're talking dirty like you mentioned it gives you that control you still feel like you were being intimate together yeah and again turn the lights down low turn on some candle like make it feel intimate don't don't make it feel like this is a chore I'm having to have fun with it that's the whole theme of this is have fun with this
1: and this this is kind of like a little bit maybe like a little bit tricky to kind of like approach with a partner of like how do I tell them that I want them to just like talk dirty to me while I touch myself um so here you go so what you can do (laughs) Basically, you can just kind of like if things are kind of starting to heat up a little bit, you know, hot and heavy making out clothes are coming off and you're like, okay, wait, I don't necessarily want to have penetrative sex. I you know, this is kind of what I want to do. Kind of like have push them off of you essentially kind of like a little bit like have them like back up a little bit. And then just say something like, I want you to watch me touch myself um, or something like that. And then just kind of that dirty talk can kind of flow from there. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't know like how to dirty talk or like what to say, Practice on your own. Yes, practice on your own. It's so, like if you are like masturbating by yourself, alone. Um, just kind of practice like saying different things because that way, like you're by yourself, and if even if you mess up, because I know like it's a lot of times in the heat of the moment, like we say things, it's like that came out wrong and that just like <laughs> totally killed the mood. So you can kind of get used to saying mm-hmm. like dirty things, um, even just as just like by yourself, but still get used to saying. And even talking while you're being pleasured, that way when you're with a partner, it's not, like, you don't have so much pressure. It's like, I've practiced saying this by myself
0: before. (laughs) And there's levels to this, people. If you've never done this before, maybe don't go in there and tell your husband, I want you to slap me across the face (laughs) like the slut I am. I mean, that's not... (laughs) If you're in a healthy, loving relationship and you've never talked dirty before, that's not going to go over waters. well. (laughs) Get to ease into it. (laughs) So what we're saying, know yourself, know your relationship, maybe scale back a little bit. You can be as vague or as specific as you want to be. Yes. But again, have fun with it. Have fun. The practicing by yourself is really good advice because that's how you have fun with it. You'll learn what phrases you're comfortable saying, what things you're not comfortable saying, what just does not feel right coming out of your mouth. And so practice on your own is a very, very good tip. Okay, the next and kind of last little category is sexual intimacy with limited touching. So maybe you can't really tolerate that full penile penetration, but oral stimulation is okay, you, you do okay with that, or digital stimulation doesn't bother you, um, this one is for you. What I really, really thought was a good idea for something like this, kind of going with the, the text or the note, write your partner a note or a text telling them exactly what you want. And this does two things. Number one, it's hot. And number two, it, it gives them exact instructions as to what you can tolerate, but you're saying it in a hot way. So I want, you can say something like, I want you to touch me using only your hands or only your mouth or whatever. And just kind of in exact detail, I can't go into as explicit detail as you should, because yeah. this is a health and wellness podcast. <laughs> Um, but use that to describe things that you know are not painful. Maybe you need to still figure out what's not painful for you. So that's where practicing, like Rachel said, um, talk to your partner, tell them that feels good. That doesn't feel good. Communicate with them. And so that's, and a lot of this comes back to communication
1: that is like so unbelievably important and especially. Especially when you're dealing with pain during intimacy and unwanted pain. And it's so, so, so important because if your partner's hurting you and they don't know, they're going to keep doing it and you're not going to have fun. And, you know, next thing you know, even afterwards, sometimes you can be, you know, doubled over in cramps and it's just like, well, baby, like, why didn't you tell me that that was hurting you? Like, we would, we could have stopped. We could have done something else. And so, being comfortable enough with your partner to communicate with them, of like. And you can disguise it, too. Like, even if a certain position hurts and you're, like, having pain, let's say you're having pain in doggy style. Doggy style will allow a lot more penetration Mm -hmm. and depth of penetration than some other positions. So if that hurts, if deeper penetration hurts, you're in doggy style and you're like, I'm freaking miserable, be like, baby, flip on over. I want to get on top of you. Yes. That way it's not like, you know – You can kind of say that in a way of like, we need to change positions, but without being like, that really hurts and like, it doesn't kill the mood. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're worried kind of about quote unquote ruining the mood or kind of interrupting things, you can phrase it and kind Mm -hmm. of maneuver it around, take control too. Like it is still you, like your pleasure is just as important as your partner's pleasure too.
0: Well, and I promise you, especially if you're in a healthy, loving relationship, and if you're not, you shouldn't be having sex with them, but if you're in that healthy, loving relationship, they do not want you to suffer and to be in pain. They want you to enjoy it. Yeah. And so telling them what you enjoy 99.9% of the time with a good sexual partner is is going to be encouraging to them, and they're going to do whatever they can to make sure you enjoy that experience, and that is why we've tried to include some situations, because A lot of women just basically feel like they're not being a good wife if their husband does not get his orgasm. I mean, they feel like, okay, whatever, I'll do my duty once a month. And if you'll just communicate with him, most of the time he wants you to enjoy it too. He doesn't want to hurt you. And so these are ways you can both enjoy it and hopefully ease some of that guilt that a lot of these patients feel. And still have a good valentine's day yeah okay so the last one and this one can be really fun and this is for my people that are looking to have fun but they have pain if you hurt with penile penetration get a clitoral vibrator if you don't already have one getting one for valentine's day that is going to heat things up. That's going to excite your partner. That's going to be fun. It's like a fun new activity. We talked about those shared experiences. This is going to be a shared experience and this is going to open up a whole new world for you and your partner. The options with this are endless. Having your partner use this on you while you stimulate your partner, either orally or digitally or whatever. I mean, there's just a lot of ways to use this and then you can both Get pleasure. Yeah. And I think that like some men
1: have a problem with using toys in the bedroom. Get over it. Yeah. Like as you could be like a stallion, I don't care, know exactly what you're doing. Physiologically, you are not capable of doing what a vibrator does. Like it's not the same. Yeah. It's just not the same. And so being able and like being comfortable with like bringing toys in the bedroom is like it it's huge, like Kelly said like it can open up open up doors for you and for that intimacy and for that relationship um and so just kind of like being comfortable with again using toys, using whatever stimulation that gets your partner pleasure is gonna be fun for the both of you
0: well, and a lot of couples, like a lot of things i've heard it's like well if it hurts me and just my partner can get off then he doesn't want to do it and so then we just end up not doing anything and it's like this is a way where both of you can have that intimacy together and and that's a huge part of of a relationship is that i mean it's not everything but if you can find a way to get back to it why wouldn't you i mean this has nothing to do with you and your manhood or whatever right. it's, it's about finding that intimacy with your partner in a way you both can enjoy and if they can't tolerate penetration from you it's just it is what it is yeah and figure out something else if you guys have any questions I hope you enjoyed this episode it was meant to be kind of fun kind of lighthearted valentine's day special was a little more explicit than some of our others which is why we had the disclaimer but I wanted to be very clear. I wanted you guys to know your options. There's so much more out there than just penis in the vagina sex. And for those of you that don't tolerate that well, that are having pain with that, number one, come see us for a pain-free 4th of July. Get the fireworks going there. (laughs) But number two, communicate with your partner and have fun. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So you're not alone. Again, this
1: is just kind of like some things that Kelly and I kinda of came up with that um, you know, we've kind of felt were, were good ideas. But if you guys have any other um like tips and tricks or like ways that you and your partner are intimate without pain, um, without difficulty or anything like that, please let us know. Like we would love to kind of do like an updated version of this and just kind of give you some some new ideas and some some other options so we'd love to hear from you guys um you can follow us on social media at pelvic service announcement and then our personals as well i did change my instagram handle it is now rachel k fritz Ooh, Amazing fancy it
0: up. and i'm at cali.teal two e's no a all righty we will see you guys next week bye